Today we're out at the Falcon Ridge Farm. Uh, I'm Lee Sammons, an extension agent in Hardeman County. I uh, work for Adult Ag and Horticulture and uh, my other partner here. Uh, uh, I'm Clint Plunk. I'm a TSU extension agent here in Hardeman County, uh, with especially in row crops. Uh, I was born and raised here in Hardeman County, graduated from Bolivar Central in 2014. Uh, went to UT Martin after that, graduated with a degree in agricultural engineering. We're glad to be out at the Falcon Ridge Farm uh, with Mr. Ray Gilmer, uh, who's uh, owner and partner here with Falcon Ridge. And uh, Ray, we're glad to have you. Tell us a little bit about Falcon Ridge, how you came to be uh, in Hardeman County and uh, when you started growing Christmas trees. Well, we, uh, <clears throat> we bought this farm in 1999. We, my wife and I grew up in Shelby County and we raised and trained horses all our lives and so <clears throat> we moved our horse operation up here in March of 2001 and uh, you know uh, about 2009 or so the horse business really got to fading and uh, our youngest son Bart is home from college wanting to make a life on the farm so we decided we'd diversify the farm and uh, start doing uh, some other things with it other than just the horses and so we uh, planted our first Christmas trees in 2010 uh, is when we started uh, with that and uh, it, you know of course we did everything wrong uh, you could think of to start with I didn't at the time I didn't realize we had such a great extension agent in the county and uh, so we were kind of uh, out there in the, in the dark and uh, but our first <clears throat> crop of trees uh, you know we made a lot of mistakes we brought trees that were too big uh, we bought trees in three gallon pots, which is not the thing to do because time you get them pruned back to a Christmas tree, uh, you've got uh, um, a tree that's a, a, about a foot tall. So, uh, you know, it, it has morphed into uh, a really good thing for us. Uh, like I said, we had a lot of trouble. We started out with Legland Cypress, and of course they have a lot of issues with Pasilor and needle blight and some of those other diseases. <clears throat> and uh, we lost, uh, out of the 650 we planted to start with, we lost about 300 of those uh, the second year. Uh, but then we started uh, planting Murray Cypress and they are a lot more uh, hardy than the Leland's. And uh, we, we have some uh, Carolina Sapphire, uh, which is an Arizona Cypress tree uh, and some blue ice, Cypress, uh, and uh, you know we've got some Virginia pines and white pines that uh, are, are, it's really slow growing. You know about half as fast as the Murrays, uh, and the state doesn't uh, raise those anymore. So we haven't planted any in several years, but we'll sell one every once in a while. But the uh, the Murray Cypress and the Blue Ice. Uh, are the best of our trees. The Carolina Sapphire gets a little too fat uh, for what we do, uh, but uh, we can normally uh, get a tree that's cuttable in about four years. That tree is going to be four to five foot tall. Uh, to get that good uh, eight to nine foot tree, uh, you're looking at uh, about six years. Uh, All right. Uh how are you starting your trees now? You said you made a mistake, put them in three gallons. So you get a little seed liner, 12 inches right. tall. Right, we get a liner now that's 12 inches tall, uh, and we put that in a one gallon pot and grow it uh, 
in that pot for a year before we put it in the field. Uh, this, this gets you a, 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 a better, hardier tree. Uh, it gets that tree up high enough to where uh, you don't lose it in the grass that first year. Uh, but uh, that works pretty good for us. Uh, we, we think that's a good deal. You still have some loss uh, with the trees, uh, but uh, like any other crop. And that's one thing people need to realize with the Christmas trees is it's a crop. It's just like growing strawberries or blackberries or any other fruit we grow. Uh, you've got to treat it like a crop. It has uh, needs constantly. Uh, you need to be checking on those trees constantly. And uh, they've got to be fertilized, especially at the young age. They need to be fertilized uh, about three times a year. Uh, and sh the young trees have to be sheared about three times a year. Now, when that tree gets older, you can get away with sharing it about once a year. Uh, and the fertilized needs, of course, slow way down when it gets older. We, we use some foliar fertilize every month on the trees, which is a lot easier for us to, uh, to put out. Uh, but it, it keeps a good uh, color uh, in the trees, and, and I think the foliar fertilize is, uh, uh, I think you get more benefit out of it for what you're putting into it. Sounds like you've got something you got to be done every month of the year. You just don't set the tree out and forget yeah, about it. You know, of course, in our area, you know, those trees have to be looked at every two or three weeks because, I mean, two or three days because our neighbors have cows and there's nothing worse on a Christmas tree than a cow uh, rubbing <laughs> up against it. And they will uh, take, uh, take you two years to grow one out when that cow breaks all those bottom branches off. But... Uh, uh, but you know, it, it, like I said, you got to treat it like like a crop. What about the deer population? Did the deer is a problem. Some not as much as you would think. They they do rub on um, you know the scratch of antlers on those trees some, but uh, I don't think they like the smell of those trees a lot. Right. I think that probably deters them some. Uh, but uh, but yeah, they, we we do have some issues with those, and, and especially right after you fertilize the tree. If you use granular fertilizer on those trees, I don't know if it's the salt in that fertilizer that attracts those deer, uh, but they will come and pile that fertilizer up. Right. How far apart do you space your Christmas trees? How many? We, we've got the rows on 12 foot centers and the trees are six foot apart. And that works pretty good up until you get a nine foot tree. Now, once those trees get nine foot, uh, over, uh, you can't hardly get a tractor down those middles. Uh, of course, we would like for that tree to have a new home uh, when it gets to be nine foot tall, uh, but uh, the shearing and stuff gets to be a real issue uh, uh, when when you get over nine foot. But uh, but we do have some 14, 15 foot tall trees now, uh, and and every once in a while we will sell a, a great big one, you know. But I think it's good to have a variety. I think you've got to shear them differently. Some people want one that wants a crew cut, and other people, uh, you know, like uh, something a little longer, a little, little uh, more natural looking. So, what's your most popular size? You sell it by the foot. I we'll sell them by the foot. Yeah, seven to eight, you know, is the most popular size. And, uh -huh. and uh, you know, we of course houses are. You have taller ceilings now. We sell quite a few nine to tens, but that seven to eight foot tree, you know, half our sales will be seven to eight foot. 
So how many years did it take to get the seven to eight foot? Is that fifth to year? To get one that's really filled out and looks good. That fifth year, you're going to get some uh, that's going to be seven to eight. But that, six, that sixth year, uh, you, you know, you really need to count on about six years. And I'm sure if we were set up with irrigation on our trees that we could get them there faster, uh, especially the Murrays. Uh, but we aren't, uh, and and they are a tough little tree. They can they can handle that drought, uh, pretty doggone good. Uh, but uh, um, like I said, I know some growers that that do have irrigation, and and they can push that tree a little harder than we can. If someone's thinking about going to the Christmas tree farming, it's not going to be a quick, fast return on their money investment, is it? No, it's it's a long uh, deal, and you've got to plan about six years ahead on what you're going to be selling and you know we, we normally try to set out about a thousand trees a year because we feel like um, you know right now we're last year I think we sold 550 trees and every year uh, it increases about 20 percent uh, and so you've got to plan on what you hope you're going to be doing uh, down the road uh, and uh, so yes it's, it's a huge investment uh, for several years before you get any return out of it. What time of the year do you start selling trees? Well, earlier and earlier every year. Right. Uh, we, we've had people, of course, it's the 1st of November now, and we've had people calling us for two weeks wanting to come out and look at the tree, and we've got a lady, we've got some people coming this weekend to cut one. Normally, we don't open until the Saturday before Thanksgiving. Right. Uh, but, uh, but people put them up earlier and earlier. In the Murray, uh, Normally, it'll last two months if a person will put it in the right spot. Now, you're not going to put it beside the fireplace in the picture window and make it last that long. But if you've got a, a room in the house where you can keep that heat cut down and keep it out of the sunlight, that, that tree normally get a couple of months out of it. So I, I've never been to a Christmas tree farm, so what would I expect if I came out here? Would I get to go look at my own trees? or? Yeah, you, you know, you would get to take a wagon ride to the uh, Christmas tree field, and, and uh, that's one thing that, uh, you know, we made a mistake with. We put the trees too far from the headquarters. It takes about 10 minutes to get there on a tractor, uh, which is a little bit of an issue because you seldom, uh, you know, 75% of your tree sales are going to be uh, the week of Thanksgiving and the week after Thanksgiving. Uh, and, and so you really swamp those couple of weeks and getting the people in and out of the field uh, gets to be an issue. Uh, so we have started uh, planting trees closer. Uh, instead of a 10 minute drive, it's gonna be less than five minutes and even in walking distance really. Uh, and so in the, uh, about two more years, uh, we'll be able to, people can walk out to the field and get it. And I did that thinking, well, it would be nice for the children to ride to the farm and they go through a creek, and, and it is nice, uh, but uh, for the tractor drivers and stuff, it gets to be, gets to be a hassle. And, uh, you know, uh, you was asking what you can expect when you come to the tree farm. If you come uh, Friday after Thanksgiving, you can expect to take a little while to get your tree. Uh, normally we keep try to keep two people in the field uh, with a chainsaw cutting trees and we also have uh, bow saws that you can cut your own tree and which uh, you know probably half the people cut their own uh, we don't let people bring their own 
chainsaw, which a lot of them would like uh, to, uh, but we don't. And, uh, you know, we don't allow pets uh, during that just for simply safety purposes. And, uh, you know, photographers are something you're going to have to, uh, if you're starting a tree farm, you got to figure out what you're going to have to do about them because they're going to worry you to death. And uh, that they're going to come out and uh, they want to, you know, we charge them a little something to come, but... Uh, per session, but we hadn't got that figured out real good. I can tell you, it's a pain in the neck when you're, uh, you've got a hundred people standing out wanting to buy a tree, and then you got a photographer over there, and she's got uh, three families all dressed up wanting to ride back there to take a picture. So that's a little bit of an issue, and it's something a lot of farms will have a specific weekend uh, before they open that they allow photographers to come out and do that and which is a really good idea and in our trouble uh, we do uh, you know uh, 500 member csa and we sell vegetables and fruit and got a pumpkin patch and so we have so much to do we have trouble uh, working all that in so if i just want to buy a christmas tree will it be some already pre-cut that i just come out and buy a christmas tree yeah, we will get a few Fraser firs in uh, from North Carolina that are pre-cut that you can uh, you can uh, buy, uh, and you know we have people call and say, hey, you know I want a um, Murray cypress seven foot tall, cut it and we'll have it baled and shook and ready for you to pick up, and we do do that. Uh, our Fraser fir sales are not as good as what I would like them to be. Most tree farms will sell about half pre-cut trees uh, and the other half field-cut trees, and, and we don't. We won't sell 10% of the pre-cut trees, and, and I'm not sure if our trees look too good <laughs> or, or what, what the deal is there, but uh, I think that's one um, thing that we would like to, to figure out in the future. Uh, it, would, it would give us a little... Um, of course, those pre-cut trees are a little easier to fool with. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and those, uh, I know you do have a tree shaker to shake the needles off, and you also have a bale that you uh, can run the tree through where yeah. they can load them on the car or truck or right. however a lot easier. Right. Uh, well, it, it takes a lot of, lot of help. Uh, you know, we, we'll keep uh, a one crew of, of two or three busy just hauling the trees out of the field to, to, to the uh, market up here uh, and and then you'll keep two or three people in here shaking and bailing uh, and then uh, you know you got to help people put them on the cars and then we got to have two tractor drivers and at least two people in the field helping cut the trees and then you know we make Christmas wreaths also which which is a good uh, um, good way to market those uh, trees that you would normally not sell uh, something that's maybe a little one-sided or a crooked trunk or something like that and what we do with those trees is we try not to trim them during the year uh, so we'll get some good long tips on them and then we make Christmas wreaths out of those and we usually keep two girls busy for about three weeks making wreaths and it, it will um, like I said it's, it's a pretty good deal on the wreaths and that's something that we can take to the farmers markets and places like that and, and, and sell some of that there. Do y'all have stands here? Someone didn't have a Christmas tree? We do. We do. We have a stand that is the best, uh, only tree stand you should own if you have a Christmas tree. It's got a peg in the middle 
and uh, we've got a machine. You got to have that machine to drill that hole because you think you'll get it straight, but you won't. Uh, but once that hole's drilled into that tree, and then you just set it on that pin stand, and you're good to go. And it will handle. We've got stands that handle trees up to 15 foot tall. Right. If you are growing grow Christmas trees, they need to order the trees uh, to start a Christmas tree farm. They need to get contact a nursery to order their uh, myrrh cypress or whatever variety they're growing way in advance. It's not right. something you can just up and order the day you want to set out Christmas That's trees. Right. Uh, we usually place our order a year in advance. And we've got a really good supplier who's been jammed up for about, we've been using him now for about seven years, and he's always has great stock. But uh, when we, we try to set our trees out in March, we'd love to get them set out the first or second week in March. And whenever we're setting trees out, we usually call uh, and, and order trees for next year. And uh, uh, like everything else, you know, the shipping and stuff like that, just, uh, has gone up tremendously uh, since we started. Well, Ray, we appreciate the information uh, today. Let us come out to the farm and visit, uh, look at your Christmas trees and see. I know you're getting ready to get really busy here in the next couple of weeks uh, with the Christmas tree uh, operation. And that is just one segment of uh, Falcon Ridge and uh, people that come out here are return customers because they always have a good time and enjoy uh, getting a beautiful Christmas tree. Um, so we appreciate your time today. If you're interested in uh, growing Christmas trees, uh, whether just five or six yourself or uh, getting into a Christmas tree farm, UT Extension has a great publication. Uh, it's called PB1854, and it's Tennessee Christmas Tree Production Manual. Uh, and that is an excellent book, about 50 pages, and give you all the breakdown of varieties and culture and what needs to be done, budget, uh, and that way. So uh, anyone has an interest, that's a good resource to go to. Thank you for being with us today. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Ray. Thank you all for all you do. Yes, sir.